Welcome to Picks with the Professor, college basketball edition Thursday, December 7th. Cousin Jerry, there are five games on Thursday. We have found three picks for you, viewer, on those five games. And we do have a couple of other A-grade picks uh, that we aren't going to talk about on show for our people over on Dub Club. But it's definitely some slim pickings for Thursday. I have looked at the Friday yeah. slate, but I know people have mentioned that the Friday slate might not be great as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So we got a couple of, couple of drier days here, apparently. Yep. Uh, and, and that's what you'll get this time of year after coming off all of the preseason conference games and even, you know, or preseason tournament games. And then some teams even starting like conference games so early. Uh, definitely mm. the schedule reflects that where they're taking a little bit of time to rest or, you know, they're scheduling, you know, North, South, East, Western University. Um, right. You know, just for a little warm up. So, yeah, not not the best slate uh, the next few days for sure. No, not at all. But again, if you are looking for more plays and projections, even though we're giving you like half the picks here on this show, you can sign up on Dub Club and get five dollars off your first month using the link in the show description. Uh, or if you're with us on YouTube, you can just scan the QR code uh, that's on your screen. Lock in the current pricing. As we go to the new year, pricing will jump for everybody but you if you're already in there and, and everybody else is already in there too as I will. Kind of like that Discover commercial, right? Where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. even even Betty Jane or whatever the, the girl's name was, you know, you, yeah. you too can, right. can get the same deal. Yeah. Um, Cousin Jared, we're going to talk football here shortly. And if this game here, starting us off, it's num- it's first off, it's the best basketball game of the night. If this was college football, I feel like you'd be licking your chops. We did get this game. We get this game every year in college football, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's usually a doozy. It's usually it is. It is. a lot of turnovers and safeties and punts. It's your kind of jam. Yep. Um, yep. Making the, Iowa, both of these teams making the unbelievable happen. Yes, yes. <laughs> Iowa is just such a whiplash. We've talked about this before that they just like to score in threes, whether it's in basketball or football. One of those is yeah. better than the other. But it's yeah. got to be just such a whiplash if you're an Iowa student watching your football team with just incredible defense and absolutely no offense. And relative to Big Ten and Power Five standards, that defense for Iowa is just not good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not as bad as, you know, whatever a rando team you know mm-hmm. long island right but yeah, it's right. it's not good for power five standards on the flip side of that iowa state's defense is really good i mean this is the game of the night strength on strength iowa's offense and iowa state's defense the difference is and this is often what we talk about with iowa football is aside from the strength on strength matchup how does iowa's defense the biggest weakness here match up with their opponent's offense. In this case, Iowa State's offense is pretty solid. This Iowa State team is pretty good. Um, Cousin Jared, there should be a lot of pace and a lot of points, but we're staying away from that consideration. Yep. Uh, and going to go, that says pace there in points, and that should say uh, ranking and probability of winning. Iowa State with a 76% chance of winning makes minus 265. Uh, a B grade pick. The, the the last thing I want to say before I turn it over to you, because you're talking about this, is just a reminder to everyone, right? A whether it's money line or or you know spread, you know you do what you're comfortable with. We're, we're never trying to say this is what you should or shouldn't do. You know we're here to just talk about what we're doing, why we're doing it, why we like, it, why we think it makes money. Um, the bottom line is historically speaking whether it's with college basketball or any of the models that I've built, 
they're calibrated well enough such that when we say 76% in general, that pretty well holds, which means anything that starts with a two is going to be an ROI positive investment. Um, so the idea is we expect to, we expect to basically make four bets like this over the course of the season. Uh, or over the course of the month or the course of whenever. It doesn't really matter your time frame at this minus 265. And we do expect to lose one of them. We don't know which one. Uh, we expect to win three of them. And the winnings from the three at this price will offset the losses from the one. And we will turn out ahead. Um, and, and the last just reminder, and this is counterintuitive, but again, we're, we are an educational program here. Um, you know, put us on PBS, right? Um <laughs> We do kind of hope we lose one of these out of the four. Why is that? Because the flip side holds true. When we say a team has a 25% chance to win, we like to be able to say, well, cool, I'll bet them at plus 500 or something like that because I know that that'll make money too. If the 76% games won at 100% clip, something's wrong, right? We will expect to lose one of them, but when we lose one out of four, this price makes for a profitable pick. So uh, hopefully that tracks with you, viewer, cousin Jared. Uh, I I'm sure you will get less into the math weeds than I just did. Yep, definitely won't get that far into the math weeds, but I I've said it a couple of times on the show so far this season. I'll say it again. Iowa basketball on the road, just not uh, not uh, great. They went three and seven last season straight up on the road and some of those losses to teams that they were definitely better than uh, last year's Nebraska um, Penn state uh, Northwestern uh, last year's Northwestern. Uh, it's just, it wasn't a, a, a pretty side, obviously big 10 tough conference, lots of tough road mm -hmm. losses there mm -hmm. as well. But um, earlier in the season, we talked about you listed off their road ATS record and their ATS record wasn't good either. So I'm sure they were dogs in some of those games and they were losing a big and not losing them close. Um, so the other thing is, is you look at who um, Iowa has played so far this season, and they have losses to Purdue and, and Oklahoma. Purdue, very good team, of course. Oklahoma, um, decent team. Iowa State, somewhere in between Oklahoma and, and Purdue, uh, according to sidelines ratings. But the thing is, when Iowa lost both of those games fairly handily, mm -hmm. they, they weren't necessarily close. And when you look at those games, there wasn't really anything about how the games played out that made you think Iowa could have done anything differently. Yeah. Um, so in the game against Oklahoma, Iowa shot 17% from three. Hmm. That seems not good. Mm -hmm. The thing is, Oklahoma only shot 20% from mm. three. So Oklahoma did not really capitalize on Iowa being cold. Iowa out rebound them, rebounded them. They had just about as many free throws and somehow Oklahoma still won that game by 12 points. And then you look at the Purdue game and they actually outshot Purdue from three. They hit over 70% of their free throws. And again, the game was never really close. Mm -hmm. there, there wasn't, you know, Iowa hasn't been struggling in one area and the opponent exploiting it. And that's what's been leading to Iowa losses. It's like, it's been fairly evenly matched and Iowa has been losing by double digits. I don't really see that changing here with an Iowa state team. Uh, number one, it's a very good team. Uh, number two, we talked about Iowa's struggle straight up in conference road games last year. I think this is going to be played like a conference game. Uh, and, and number two, Iowa state uh, got beat by Iowa last year. And I'm sure that has probably sat with them for a while. And they are thinking about that and excited that this game is uh, going to be in aim. So um, I just like Iowa state here. I, I, again, I, until proven otherwise, it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to have to see 
Iowa play well on the road before I am ready to to back them. And until then, it's basically going to be if sideline says there's any value, I want to fade Iowa on the road. And and gosh, there's so many things to, to point out about that. Number one, as I think you mentioned yesterday in the extended cut, right? Our goal in this show, um, you know, the agree plays in general are smart investments. And that doesn't mean you have to play every one of them if there's reasons not too sure. But in general, for the most part, um, again, across all sports, they've done well enough that most people who've been here for any length of time um, tend to trust the long-term profitability and viability of the A-grade picks. Our, our, our goal here is kind of give people a taste of that who aren't with us on Dub Club, but also kind of highlight the B and or C-grade picks that we think are worth um, mentioning that that maybe the model doesn't quite see quite the value, but we see something else. And that's a great point. There's no variable on the model to really track Iowa. They are kind of extreme and they're kind of extreme again in both football and basketball in that yeah. they are a, there's a specific thing in football where they just, they do really well against the teams below them and they're terrible against the teams better than them. Right. Penn state's another one in football. We've talked about like that. And in, in basketball, Iowa is just a very extreme home road team. I don't quite know why there are probably other teams out there. I just haven't noticed them. Like right, Iowa, we right. really notice it with Iowa. Um, you mentioned road conference games. In reality, of course, there is no distinction between road conference and non-conference for Power 5 schools because Power 5 schools play so few road non-conference games. Mm, for your smaller sure. schools, that actually does make a difference because for them, you, you need to look at what conference they're in. Are they stepping up in class, going down in class? Because it can kind of go either way depending on who you are, right? But for these Power 5 schools, they typically will only play one or two true road games a year and they're usually it's yep. good competition so it acts sure. like a conference game right we saw it with yeah villanova going to kansas state like that's one of the few road games they're going to play that acted like a conference game because kansas state's really good uh you know whoever it was that just went into kansas i don't remember was that uconn last week uh yeah and, and again they, they don't play many road true road games and so same thing here like uh you know iowa you know struggling on the road in conference or, or just in general as, as a road team whatever is going on with them uh you know it, it's not you know, such a small sample size thing that it's fluky. It's like, it seems like there's something going on there with him. And and I kind of had the same thought as you. Anytime with there's any value at all fading Iowa on the road, it seems good. We had Iowa and the over against Purdue on this show earlier in the week lost it. We did have an A grade pick on Purdue mm -hmm. laying the points. And so thankfully uh, that offset it. We didn't have that pick on show. That was a dub club exclusive. When we decided to, when we have double A grades, we, you know, we just pick one and it kind of is what it is on the yeah. show. It is, yeah. I, you know, and they, and they oftentimes they've split a lot of times. I mean, every once in a while we will get the double winner. They very rarely double lose. Um, but when they split that and the same thing happened with uh, North Carolina, we had the a grade and that one earlier this week on the over and then the a grade on the plus six. And it's like, yeah. sometimes we just pick, we've talked about that a lot, right? We're very fallible yeah. in what we're picking yep. on this. And that's why we yep. It always encourage people to check out all of the A grades because sometimes, you know, you just you zig and zag and it goes the wrong direction. Uh, but uh, if nothing else, that was a good reminder of us earlier in the week that fading Iowa on the road is usually uh, yes. a smart thing to do. You know, yep. you don't want to you don't want to snub your nose at that at that opportunity uh, when you get it. Yep. And, and, and that's that's the show, people. That's that's all the good games to talk about.
That's all the good games to talk about. Now, this is this is what would happen. Usually, this would be the extended cut of the show where we, you know, then we talk about the crap games that we found value yeah. on, but yep. nobody wants to watch. And that's what we, that's it. We've done the good games. Now we're to basically the extended cut, but we're, you know, this is just only game two of the night for us here. Uh, yeah. it, it, folks, it gets worse. It gets worse after this one. With regards to the quality of the game, not necessarily the betting quality, but the viewing quality. But this one's going to be really ugly uh, i do have a quality metric according to sideline and this one's pretty down there little rock mm. and central arkansas the saving grace is that little rock plays fast um they're better on offense and defense central arkansas is just terrible we've backed central arkansas yeah. several times they've been fairly yeah. good to us because yeah they, they you know they score enough for the most part to to not get completely blown out most games they got us a good cover uh earlier it's hawaii uh, yeah it's hawaii uh yeah. yeah and so so you know we backed them a few times here this one is like kind of a hold your nose and do it it's not a hold your a lot of times if you like say you know talk about hold your nose when you play a bad dog or you play an over in a low scoring football game this is the other way this is going under a high number but hey mm. we always talk about you know you should be willing to go over or under in any game if the number's right yep and this is a situation where the number seems right to go under this big number. There will be a lot of points. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And every game, for the most part, does seem to follow a bell curve in that if you played the game 100 times, you'd have a bunch of them in the middle and a few really highs and a few really lows. Um, you know, the normal distribution is called normal because it it, it it occurs a lot. It doesn't occur in everything, and we probably overuse it in society, but that that, you know, side note aside um that tends to hold with totals especially in college basketball especially because of the fact that you know it's not like you're scoring in threes and sevens of limited scoring in football which that one gets a little bit weirder or baseball you know yeah a little bit weirder but college basketball holds pretty well you know so just as a reminder we're not trying to predict the future we don't know exactly what will happen this game could have 170 points it could have 150 points could have 140 points right there's yep. 140 would be probably on the low side that would be slightly below average that's definitely on the table if, if either one of these especially if little rock goes cold um mm-hmm. it could be more in the 140s if little rock blows them out um you know we end up with the sleepy second half yep but uh as bad as you see his defense is as bad as little rock's defense is and as much pace as little rock offers this 159 is a little bit high for the quality of basketball we're going to see and yep. we i've said it a lot and it hasn't happened in every single game. And that's why I try to remind you, viewer, and I, I hope I'm not, uh, you know, beating the drum too much or, or whatever kind of phrase you, you want to use there. But it's just a reminder, right? Our confidence doesn't come in one game. I don't know what's going to happen in one game. No one does. Uh, if that's what you're looking for, again, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, mm-hmm. Our confidence comes in following a process over multiple games. And we've talked about it. Here's just talk about our recent examples. Texas and Marquette. You know, a game that just got over where we said, hey, with better quality basketball, it's easier to get more points. Yeah. And with weaker quality basketball, it's easier to fall short of that. Doesn't mean it always happens. It just means that's the what the model is seeing. It's done us well in totals so far. Um, 159 is just way too much. We're going to go under that number as the model thinks more like 153. Because you know, this game should get into the 150s, but... To think it's 50-50 to get in the 160 seems like a stretch, yeah. especially with the quality of UCA's offense. What are your yeah. thoughts? 
Yeah. So you brought up something when we talked about uh, Colorado State and Denver yesterday, where you you said that overnight a lot of these really high lines will come down even even further from from where they're current currently. If you're looking to go, um, you know, over, um, I think there is a reason for that. I think that people. You know, basically, when you see a number in in the 160s, it's just really hard in a college basketball game for it to get there. You kind of have to have the right teams and the games play out in a very certain way for it to get or to just get to that number, or just U UNBC. That's the other one. Yes, <laughs> yes. UNBC is <laughs> Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> they they are an exception. Uh, they are to overs what uh, Towson is to unders. Uh, so the th yeah. So where I'm going with this is. In general, it's just very, very difficult for a game to get into the 160s. And I look at where sideline has this 152 and a half. We usually say that some of these high totals come down, you know, it, overnight into the next morning. I have to imagine this is going to be the exact same thing. So I would say grab this now. There's a reason why those numbers tend to come down on these totals. Um, it's because it is just hard to get to 160 some points in a basketball game. Could this game do it? Absolutely. 100%. It, it definitely could. But the quality of these two teams makes me wonder whether or not, you know, it, somebody could go cold. This game could be a blowout one way or the other. It's just, it's not too high quality basketball teams. And look at that central Arkansas offense. Not the best, just not the best. Not the best. Not the best at all. And it's just a reminder, right? And, and obviously the paces of these teams aren't comparable, but it's just a, a one to remind people like here on Tuesday night or excuse me, Wednesday night. I don't even know what day it is anymore. I don't know. What I'm at <laughs> Wednesday night, right? We had a lot of basketball games. Campbell and Davidson, right? Weaker quality basketball. That game had 112 points. If I just scroll through the games, Hofstra owned a weaker quality basketball. That game didn't get to 120. Uh, yeah. American and St. Joseph's. And St. Joseph's isn't a bad team. You know, that game, Bryant Siena didn't get to 120. And, and, and I'm, again, I know the paces aren't probably exactly the same as Little Rock. So I'm not trying to say that this game's going to be at 120. It's just a reminder that, again, in general, the better quality is going to be more points and the weaker quality is fewer points because, again, it's not like right. football where the defense and offense is kind of similar. The way it plays out in basketball, a lot of the defense is about effort. And no matter how bad you are, you can still provide effort. And so your yep. floor is higher on defense but the ceiling is just a whole different level of how high how good you can get offensively at the top schools and the bottom schools and so yeah uh yeah 100, 159 here a grade pick and that one and it's it's a little scary to go under a big number like this but if you've been watching us at any time recently we've not been afraid to go over really big numbers a lot of times and we shouldn't be afraid to go under them as well and the same thing with low numbers we've gone under a lot of them and, and we'll go over them too if we feel like they're too low so it doesn't matter what the number is the number can have value there's always a number that you should take maybe you say i want 160 161 whatever it is that's fine our threshold for this we're really liking this under uh, probably more like 158. So, I mean, we're still got a little bit of wiggle room here, but uh, any of these upper 150 numbers is makes for a pretty appealing under, even though obviously overtime can get us, light fouls can get us, weird things can happen like that. The A-grade unders have performed uh, positive on the season, well in the season, uh, just as the A-grade overs have. So this is a, a good value pick here, according to the model. And then wrapping us up, 
Oh boy, I, I don't know if we've had a game rated lower quality than this one, according to Sideline. I mean, it, it, mm. it, the way I've built the metric is it's a combination of how good are the teams and how close is the game expected to be. I haven't put total number of points in there. I probably should add that as a third variable in, but that would also be bad for this one. That would make this one probably worse because we're mm -hmm. expecting a low scoring game. You can see there on the screen, both of these teams are in the 300s with regards to pace. IUPUI is just bad at basketball. As we were just talking about, weaker teams have fewer points. And Eastern Illinois is a team we've tended to like their unders as long as the number has been reasonable. Because, mm -hmm. Jared, if I remember correctly, we were on the EIU unders last year for a while for a similar thing. Their defense was okay. Their offense was really bad. They played slow. And there was a time when their totals would be at like 121. And I feel like we'd be like, huh like mm -hmm. should we or shouldn't we like it's so low but like gosh this team could like plays a bunch of games that struggle to get yeah. to 110 you know yeah. um this number at 130 in the 130s just seems off to me sideline says 129 even that seems high i mean i feel like iupui can play some stanky basketball absolutely yeah on defense yeah. but um I don't think EIU is the team to really take advantage of that, right? Like a nope. good offense will put up 80 on IEPUI, but I just don't know if Eastern Illinois is that team. What are your no. thoughts? Yeah, so uh, just for the record, this game, uh, as far as games the past two days, uh, this game barely inches out Wagner and Coppin State as the mm. worst game of, of the past couple of days. So your assessment was correct. I part of that game, and it was miserable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. buckle up if you want to watch IUPUI and Eastern Illinois uh, graphic content. Um, so what I what I would say is number one, look at the pace of these two teams and look at the offense of these two teams. Um, Eastern Illinois defense is going to be an absolute gauntlet for IUPUI to have to go through <laughs> with, with that 211 rating. I just don't know how IUPUI is going to score very many points. Get you know, get with us over on Dub Club. You know, maybe sideline feels strongly one way or the other about mm -hmm. IUPUI or Eastern mm -hmm. Illinois uh, in in this game. Um, nice that one, may, I, like, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Got to got to make sure to get over there to get get all the picks. Uh, but yeah, I I just don't see how this game is going to go over with these two yeah. atrocious teams and just the, the off like nothing about these offenses screams mid one thirties. It yeah. just feels like one of those gross games that ends up at about one twenty three. This is one of those games I feel like that because we talked about having we talked a lot about there's more points in college basketball this year, the, the block charge change. Mm -hmm. Uh likely the fuel to that. I don't know what else it would be. Yeah. That would that would really explain it. And that that's kind of up the average number of points in a college basketball game, you know, three, four, five points-ish, kind of depending on which week you're looking at, which I are closing, mm -hmm. what you want to count as the baseline, right? That sort of thing. We'll mm -hmm. say on average four points. And so um this one feels like it's got like its total is here only because of that boost. Like if this was in previous seasons, this total would be like 125. Mm, <laughs> and yeah, that's true. That's I'm, true. I'm like, it maybe still should be 125 <laughs> to be honest. Like it, yeah. it, it's one of those things where maybe back, maybe it should be 125 now. And back then it should be one of those at 120. Cause, cause even last year we saw totals in the one, you know, I remember a couple of slow teams playing slow teams and it would be, You'd see a 118 or a 121 or something like that. Uh, the Coppin State game you just mentioned, uh, yeah. I, I noticed this morning was 123 and a half, and it was, a, I think, a B grade. And I jumped on that under and, and had to hold my breath to get it in at, 
I think 121 is where it landed. That's kind of what this feels like. One of those 121 point games. Um, Rather than a 131 point game, even 131 would get us the win. So, uh, yeah, pretty good under pick. Uh, We have a pretty strong feeling about whether you should be uh, which side you should be on and, and if you should be taking points or, or, or laying points or, or taking money line or laying money line on that's uh, on this one as well over on dub club so great uh, reminder of that tease there and of course with your recap there again more picks on dub club there's really nothing more else to say than that there's your promo code on screen if you want to get over there and also get on our discord chat where people are constantly giving out picks. They like parlays. They like fantasy sports advice. They like whatever. And just having a, a grand old time uh, laughing yep. at the absurdity of uh, the amount of time we spent analyzing 19 year olds playing sports, which is kind of, yeah. kind of a weird yeah. thought if you, if you think about it, but, but here is. we are. I try not to think about it. <laughs> yeah. We should probably not think about that too long. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no extended kind of gig. Cause there's like, no, that's you, if you were, you, but it basically saw the extended cut because that's the garbage we talk about on the yeah. extended cut is these games nobody wants to watch, but maybe we can find some value in them. Um, yeah. We'll do the NFL show again. If you're not with us in the NFL show, you need to be uh, with all the money that Sideline has made us. Sundays have become insanely fun. So we're about to do that. That show will be dropping a couple hours after this one drops. Otherwise, Cousin Jared, parting words for the viewer. Stick around and watch me do an NFL show for the first time ever. And talk Army-Navy. And talk Army Navy. That's the whole reason I'm doing this. You know, I want to talk Army Navy so badly. I took the trade off of. I'll talk about the NFL. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, here comes the music, and hopefully, we see you on the NFL show as well. Mm-hmm.